Hey everyone, uh, back with another podcast. You guys have been uh, very good at downloading and listening. I appreciate that. Um, so I'll keep doing these as long as you guys keep wanting the information. Um, we've done our Alberta uh, update outlook sort of thing uh, last week. So this week we are going to do the lower mainland of BC, um, Vancouver, all the way up the Fraser Valley and and up to Squamish as well um, and then I'll do the rest of BC after that because they are two fairly independent markets of each other um, that's hard to kind of lump together as there's there's two different things happening in these markets essentially so going to give you a quick rundown of the projects uh, underway and then what we're seeing across the market in this area and just our general take on it um, if I could ask you guys to do one thing for me that would be give me a uh, a rating on iTunes, it would be much appreciated. Apparently, Apple likes that when you do that, so that would be very helpful. Uh, one of you gave me a five-star, appreciate that. would love to see more of those if you like this. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to get started sort of out in the Fraser Valley here. Um, so those of you unfamiliar with uh, the geography of the Lower Mainland in Vancouver, uh, we go out into a valley all the way up until you get to the mountains, then you get on the Coquihalla, go over the mountains into the interior and off to Calgary. Um, so essentially prices and everything in terms of real estate, storage, rental, everything is highest in Vancouver and goes down as you go out in the valley. So that's uh, we're going to start out in the valley and work our way back in. Uh, in Chilliwack at present, uh, facilities are still very, very full. Rental rates are um, holding steady or increasing depending on your facility. Uh, uh, my r- most recent research, which was about three weeks ago, shows that um, rates in Class A facilities uh, are still moving up. Occupancies are as well. Uh, we're talking 94 to 99% full. Uh, well, Last survey, Access Storage had no lockers to rent me in their two facilities. Offered to put me on a wait list for the new one they have opening pretty shortly. Um, so that speaks to how tight that market is there. Um, there are two projects currently underway. The Access Storage I just uh, mentioned is about 60,000 feet rentable. And a second facility... Um, down on Keith Wilson Road, I believe is the name of the, uh, the name of the road it's on. And it's going to be about forty five or 50,000 feet rentable as well. I uh, just got word of a third facility in planning. Uh, I did some work for the potential owners there. And, and Chilliwack's growing incredibly fast and, and supply is still really tight so as long as everyone uh listens to sort of the advice they got everyone should be all right out there um next up we're going to move into abbotsford where we have one facility in the planning slash early construction phases i believe uh it's gonna be class a facility i'm not sure what they decided to go on with their final size um abbotsford's still a bit of a tough market and that there is some oversupply in some areas undersupply in others um we had the transaction of trans canada in january uh of this year at a good rate uh, and that facility hadn't been stabilized but there were some management issues there that i believe the new owner will be looking at uh if you're looking to build storage i would say give chilliwack and abbotsford a skip right now it's just too many people ahead of you and uh you don't want to be last to that party 
Rates in Abbotsford are holding steady. Occupancies are slightly up from my last survey. We're talking like one and a half, two percent. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in that market now that TransCanada was bought by uh, Pocket Storage, who's a Vancouver-based group uh, with professional management. I think you're going to see rates continue to move up and occupancies in some of the lesser facilities maybe move down. Uh, Mission, there is one facility under construction um, and one facility at Storage Ferry Life is in the midst of expanding or they just completed their expansion. I'm not completely sure Mission's a bit of a drive and I haven't driven out there lately to look at anything. I haven't done a survey to see what's going on with rates or occupancies, um, but given the population growth in Mission, probably take a pass on that market for a bit now too. Langley is experiencing an awful lot of uh, single multifamily development right now, like a ton, with uh, a lot of um, new construction on what used to be agriculture or just sort of vacant land there. Um, did some work for a large group uh, who bought some land who's planning to build a large facility. Um, I'm not exactly sure how large. Um, I've been told numbers from 250,000 to 350,000 rentable feet. Uh, that's huge. Uh, so we'll see what comes there. But until that's figured out, uh, as they are well down the road with uh, the township and plans and building permits and all that stuff, um, take a hard look if you're thinking about building in Langley because that's going to be an awful lot of space to compete with. Um, in the Surrey area, we just had the opening of Foxbox Storage uh, in the last few months here. Um, it's part of a mixed-use development, two floors of storage, two floors of uh, Strata Office. Uh, tucked away a little bit from um, major thoroughfares, but uh, they are leasing and, and, and Surrey is definitely in need of storage. Uh, there's also two other, well, I say two, but I think there's actually four uh, proposals for storage in Surrey too. I take seriously to, we'll see kind of a flip of a coin. Um, Surrey really depends on where you can build. Um, you know, South Surrey is growing incredibly fast. White Rock's not super open to self storage, but, uh, city council in Surrey seems to be okay if you put it in the right place. Um, you know, and then there's, there's just, all the growth, any growth areas in Surrey are, are probably good bets for storage, assuming someone hasn't beat you to it. My last survey show rates increasing uh, and occupancies holding steady at, a, you know, a, a above 85. Some facilities like 96% full. I'd say your average is probably 92, 93. Um, you know, rates are good and I haven't seen much let off, uh, even with the opening of the new one. And I guess the Foxbox guys have been pretty aggressive on their pricing for... Um, from what I've been told by some of the participants. Uh, New Westminster, everything looks pretty good. Um, it's a tough one to build into. There's not a lot of land. Uh, there was some talk of, of a possible development, um, but I haven't heard from that group since. Um, rates are increasing. Occupancies are steady in that 92 to 94%. Uh, for Class A's, Class B a little less. Um, you know, some outliers, uh, you know, there's some facilities down right by the water that, that have some water issues and things like that. And you might get lower occupancy numbers, but you get into the question of rentable versus unrentable units and, and overall new West 
with the development happening in the municipality is tight on storage and will continue to be. Burnaby, well, Burnaby, what can I say? They don't like storage to be built. Um, so I think it was Storeguard uh, was the last ones to build a facility in Burnaby along with their car wash. Um, conversations with people in the know say rent's going well there. Uh, last check I had, there were 23 residential towers being built um, in Burnaby. So the residents are coming, the storage is not, and that's going to pose an issue. Um, moving forward, you're just, you're going to have occupancies up, prices up and no new supply really coming online. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Richmond, there's one new conversion by the Oak Street Bridge. I think that should be done in the next three to four months. Um, some larger lockers in there. Um, I'm thinking a square, an average square foot above 100, but that's just due to location and building type um, and just the plans of the owner, who's a, a very experienced storage operator who knows what he's doing. We've, we've talked at length and worked back and forth on some stuff. Um, Delta, there's a possibility for one new facility that I've heard about. Um, we'll see. It's, it's a big industrial rezoning thing that we did some work on and it's probably a few years off, but, uh, Delta's grown pretty fast as well. So, you know, there's going to be demand wherever you see population growth and that, that more than two to 2% a year, you, you know, you're going to need storage sooner rather than later. Uh, North Vancouver, there is for sure one proposed, possibly a second. Uh, the second one's kind of a flip of a coin, depending on, on the city and some zoning stuff and, and the price of the land. The other one um, is going to go ahead. I'm actually doing some feasibility work on it as we speak for a self-storage group out of Vancouver who is experienced in the market. Rates are high. Some of the highest rates I've seen other than uh, public storage Kitsilano are in North Vancouver. Occupancies, the last survey I did, we're talking 98% full waiting lists for pretty much all sizes. You might be able to get a five by five um, if you're lucky and you go right away, um, Squamish, which we're including just because it's, it's essentially a bedroom community of Vancouver. Now, uh, the new self storage up there that a client of mine built should be open imminently. Um, you know, I'm recording this beginning of April. This should be published mid April. They were planning to have it open right around now. Um, so they'll start their leasing and, and, actually add competition to the Squamish market, which hasn't had any new competition for a number of years. Population growth is, in Squamish is huge. Um, we're, we're talking like 4 to 5% a year, every year. Um, you know, there's there's new multifamily, single-family developments going up everywhere. Um, last I checked, there was something like sixteen or 1,700 units planned for the next two or three years. Um, in multi-phase developments and then some downtown stuff as well. Um, rates have been stagnant because the current operator who has a, at least a two-week waiting list in Squamish doesn't want to raise them. So these guys will come in and probably be able to do some work on the rates because uh, there's nowhere to store things. They also are offering Class A climate-controlled interior high-security storage where the competitors are Class B or container storage. So, um, you know, overall... I think that's going to be a good project, especially with the population growth, and we'll uh, we'll see how that moves forward. Uh, now, the final I want to get to here is uh, Vancouver. Uh, I know of six or more 
and I say oh more because there's a few proposed developments that are the flip of a coin. Uh, developments moving forward in the municipality, some are in the ground, some are in final planning stages, some are in you know, development permit, fighting with the city of Vancouver. Some are still a sketch on a piece of paper. Um, it's a lot of supply coming to market. Uh, I think it's going to be, you know, close to 550,000 rentable feet hitting the market in the next three years. However, <laughs> the number of people moving into Vancouver, yeah, plus the new development of single multifamily, uh, not so much single, but more multifamily towers, um, six-story wood frame along major arterial routes you've seen can be built up uh east hastings is now being built up uh everything down south granville uh you know there, there's a lot of multi-unit some big multi-unit construction going on and these are building smaller and not including storage and with the new foreign buyers tax and empty homes tax they're no longer going to be purchased and left empty but they're rather rather they're going to be full of residents uh, which are going to demand storage because none of these buildings are building storage because why would you waste square footage? Um, so, uh, you know, I've been telling my clients, you know, to move forward with, with their well any of the well-located, well-planned ones, but just to plan to for absorption to stretch a little bit. If you're planning on 24 months, look at 36. If you're planning on 36, look at 48. Just plan appropriately for your capital. Don't be caught out and be put in a bad situation because it's taking a little longer to lease. Uh, I look at the building boom happening right now as very similar to the building boom that happened in 08. You know, we saw, I think, four or five maple leaf products go up, uh, some public storage, and then a few, a few other ones as well. And everyone in 08 said, oh, you're overbuilding. What are you doing? You have no idea what you're doing. You're going to kill the market. And everyone I talked to who built in 08, they've all told me, I wish we'd built more because right now we're incredibly full uh, with really good rates. So, you know, look at that and, and understand that if, if you're building for a three-year time frame, this maybe isn't a market for you, but if you're building to a 10-year time frame, everyone's really happy with their investment, and I don't see that changing. Um, you know, in Vancouver, occupancies in Class A's are still very high. Seeing some fall-off in Class B, um, but rates are strong. We're still seeing rates go up in a lot of areas. There's still large facilities with very few lockers available. Uh, and the population growth predictions for Vancouver remain strong. Uh, you know, the lower mainland, which is everything I just covered here, is scheduled according to StatsCan, and I think their numbers are now off. We've seen municipal censuses come back and say that they are off and they're low. Uh, they're planning to add 2 million people in the next 10 to 15 years, and it, it's looking more like 2.5 million people now. Uh, Vancouver is a great place to live, and so is everywhere around it, and people have realized. So let's say 3.5 square feet per capita, which is not a number I want to really stick behind anymore. I think it's higher on demand side. And you've got 2 million plus people, that's 7 million square feet of storage. Where are you going to build it? You're not. So rates are going to go up, occupancies are going to remain high. Land is impossible to find in the downtown core for self-storage now. So, you know, it, as long as everyone plans appropriately and, and doesn't do anything stupid, uh, everyone should be happy when we have this conversation in another 10 years. <laughs> I'll uh, definitely be giving updates before then. But this is sort of my Q1 update. My next Vancouver update will be at the uh, Vancouver show. 
in June, hopefully to see everyone there. Uh, I'll be giving a talk on this and on property taxes in BC and what we're seeing, what we're dealing with, and what you need to do as an owner. So again, if you could give me a rating on iTunes, hopefully a good rating, that would be fantastic. Um, There is a summary of this podcast in writing on my website as well, uh, canadian-self-storage.ca. You'll see it in the market overview or the market information section as well as in the recent articles uh questions comments you want to tell me i'm wrong you want to agree with me email me at patrick at canadian-selfstorage.ca and uh thanks for stopping by give me a rating and we will see you soon